1: And I'm Emily, a writer and editor. We are just two type 1 diabetic ladies trying to live our best lives.
0: It's not always easy with the
1: literal highs and lows. But it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Miriam. And welcome to season 6. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh- <laughs> Our very special guest is none other than David Mina of Type 1 Livabetic. He is a photographer, a digital content creator, don't know why I threw digital in there, and Beyond Type 1 ambassador. Welcome, David.
2: Hi. Thank you for having me.
0: We're so excited to have
2: you.
1: Very excited to have you. And I love meeting new people in the diabetes community. So (laughs) we know you have a big following on instagram so we're excited to get to know you and kind of get to know who you are and
0: how you came to be Uh, so david why don't we kick things off with your diagnosis story if that's chill for you
2: sure let's go for it um Um, all right (laughs) so started from the bottom now we're here (laughs) definitely um okay so i have had type 1 diabetes for 10 years now um And I was diagnosed at the age of 11 when I was in the sixth grade. So, um, yeah, I feel like I had the typical diagnosis story where I had, you know, similar symptoms as a lot of people. Um, I had lost a bunch of weight and I was, you know, drinking water constantly, going to the bathroom right after. And it was kind of scary. Like, I had no idea what was happening to me all at once. And um, Mm -hmm. I think my body was just obviously trying to tell me something is wrong, I need to check it out. So my mom always felt like um, in the back of her head she knew something was not right with me. And um, she took me to the doctor one day at the end of the week, and um, we got a blood test done. And shortly after, just like a few days, like I believe it was a Sunday morning, um, they called me saying, you know, the results are in. I don't think they even said what was wrong at the time, but they, um, you know, said you need to come down to the doctor's office. And my mom and I rushed over there. They sat me down and they just basically told me, yeah, you have type one diabetes. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of like a slap in the face. Kind of, I just didn't really expect that at all. I knew it was something that's going to change my life forever Mm -hmm. potentially so it was like a really scary time in my life but um, at the time there was no pediatric endocrinologist in my um, local doctor's office so they told us we have to drive um, to a different one about half an hour away so my mom and I left we went home really quickly grabbed a few items for an extended hospital stay and then rushed back over this time my dad came with us and we went to the newer hospital so right away it's like they knew i was coming they had the room ready for me and they just kind of you know walked us through those doors and that is that for the next four days um yeah four crash course wow yeah
0: (laughs) i mean i was... was an adult so I guess I was like they kind of slapped me on the back handed me an insulin <laughs> yeah. vial, and they were like here you go good luck kid and I was like I'm 20
1: yeah yeah.
2: So, yeah,
1: but you're you, you're 11 and that's a really um not that there's ever a good age but that's a really rough age because yeah. I think you're old enough at that point to really understand what's going on and understanding that this is going to change everything Definitely. but you're still a kid and you yeah. still obviously like this is a whole family affair and i think that's a that's a hard age to grapple with this big change during so
2: yeah it was it it was a rough mm -hmm. time just kind of like you're still in that awkward stage where you're both a kid but entering like teenage years too so Mm -hmm. it's just definitely like yeah (laughs) once puberty hits too like all the hormones with blood sugar changes it's just it was a mess but um I definitely think if it were a little bit and not that there is an easier time to be diagnosed at but I'm kind of grateful that I was diagnosed at a rough age because I feel Mm -hmm. like I went through a lot to realize how you know how precious life really is and how you know I've seen a bad side to diabetes but now Mm -hmm. I would say not that like I'm not saying oh diabetes is perfect right now, but <laughs> I'm more I'm more at peace with it now than I was at mm-hmm. 11 years old. So it's kind of like I've already seen the bad parts. Now it's kind of just accepting yeah. it and living with peace from now on with that. So that's how I look at it.
0: Oh, how
1: peaceful. I and I love I love that you said that because you're so grateful you were diagnosed the age you are. Emily and I say this all the time. It's our constant a kid. debate. Emily was like in her 20s already. So it's just so funny how we're all so grateful for the time that we were diagnosed. And I think it's just a testament to how adaptable all of us as type 1s are. Retweet. You have to make it work. You have to adapt. You have to like really, really quickly learn how to manage all of this. And I just love that you like agree that, oh yeah, my age was like the best time for me to
0: have been diagnosed. (laughs) It's. It shows how strong we all are. I yeah. love the positivity, and I think it has a little bit to do with your California vibes, but yes. also oh, yeah. um, <laughs> shout out. We were discussing a little bit before we started recording um, about how influential your mother and, I mean, your your family as a whole, but particularly yeah. particularly your mother's outlook on your type one has been. And you shared a saying that she said that I would love for you to repeat Um, And I
2: would love to share it again on here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do it up. Tell us what she says about your lemons.
2: (laughs) So (laughs) when I was in the hospital, um, you know, it felt like the world was kind of spinning, for me at least. And she would come sit next to me on my hospital bed and she would tell me, "Um, you're going to use this disease for something good. I know it doesn't look like it now, but... Just give it some time, you will see it. And then that kind of, like, shaped how I'm going to go at this disease from the beginning. Now, mm-hmm. she's always reminding me of this one phrase. She tells me, you've been given these very sour, bitter lemons, but you're going to make delicious lemonade out of those lemons. So mm-hmm. that's how it that kind of, like, on me. yeah, I <laughs> I'll come with you and get one as well because I think that's, like such a helpful piece of like advice just to kind of carry with me um in this journey with diabetes it's just very very helpful to me
1: yeah and I also just have the chills of how your mother's comment in the hospital like you will do something with this yeah what like forethought she had and it shows she knows you so well at that age when you were still a kid to know like any struggle you were dealing with or any challenge you were dealing with you were going to do something about it and she was right which kind of <laughs> leads us into like who are you now what are you doing now tell us a little bit more about like your persona
0: as type one love abetic and your dope uh your dope instagram overlay is what are they called
2: uh, uh the highlights uh,
0: <laughs> well, no, the high... Okay, so SOS, I'm a social media manager. That is my day job. Someone send help. Um, but I'm talking about your cool filters. Oh, okay. I, I think I
2: know oh what God, you're talking you about. Oh, make
0: filters? Okay. Like, your, uh, <laughs> you know your filters for your grid that you were like, okay, someone send help. David, help me, please. Uh-
2: <laughs> I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> SOS. Yeah, I, I... So, like, I was... Um, in a very dark place at one point, I would say half of the ten years of living with diabetes, I was in this very dark bubble um, i I think I definitely had some depression, um, a bit of anxiety, and I never really talked about it at the time. I just kind of dealt with it um, and yeah, it was like a really a really difficult time, and I... Mm-hmm always had like I felt like I was always a creative person I loved taking pictures I was always you know creating something making art whatever and um, I wanted to kind of share that with you know the world with like on on social media um, I really looked up to people who did that just for anything else not even diabetes related so I said you know what I'm going to be that person on social media to make diabetes, make something dark, look almost like it's okay, and look like it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be fine. Um, I wanted to bring that you know positive light to it, and I honestly tell anybody I meet nowadays that if it weren't for the community, I think I still would be depressed and I still would be um, in that dark place. I I completely will tell anybody that my depression has gone away a hundred percent because of that and it's like it's just so amazing that creating digital content to make diabetes look fun and to look like yeah there are rough (laughs) like however however (laughs) fun it can look I know I know but it's like however I can make it look um interesting and not just like the way a doctor would describe it yeah. to you i kind you're of want it a face to,
0: you're fully yeah. giving it a face and a personality a face a sense of humor
1: exactly a personality it changes Definitely. the way we deal it's not like a.
0: it's more approachable this way it's a, yeah
1: and i it makes the diabetes its own separate entity it's not your identity oh, yeah. it's just like something else you deal with and i think Definitely. that's a a good distinction
2: yeah so it's like it's like um I, I always say how it's my creative outlet in terms of diabetes. Um, if I have something to work towards, I almost forget about the dark parts of diabetes, and I kind of look at it in a positive light, and it helps me mm-hmm. approach my diabetes in a more positive way. So, yeah, it's definitely helped me to, to do that for social media, um, 100%.
0: I think that's so Amazing. great, and it's definitely something that we, you know, this is a little bit of an outlet for Miriam and I in terms of yeah. discussing diabetes and trying to foster more of a community. I We've talked to so many people, and I mean, I myself included in this, but so many people deal with uh, mental health issues in type 1 diabetes. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. clinically... Shown to have correlations. Um, there's so many different things. We're constantly living life on the edge, literally, um, mm-hmm. and it can uh, it can really take a toll and have some wear and tear. And that's where. Miriam comes in and, uh, those mental health professionals and people's lives come in as well. So if anyone's listening to this and you're like, Oh my God, I'm looking for a community to, to cure everything. It doesn't always work that way, but Mm -hmm. it is a really good place to start, um, to start, you know, having a more open dialogue about it and seeing that people are living their best lives with type one diabetes or whatever (laughs) chronic illness you might have. Um, so I kind of want to jump a little bit to one of my favorite things that you do, which is your diet power juice. um, (laughs) I knew that was coming up. (laughs) It's like literally my fave. I'm like, because I... Love to make up recipes, low carb recipes. I like have this low carb granola that I've made that I keep promising people I'm going to put on the website, and I actually need to do that. SOS, sorry people who have been (laughs) asking, but um, it's uh, to find something that tastes good that doesn't skyrocket skyrocket your sugars is a win in my book. And you found multiple ways. So how did this uh, get started for you?
2: Okay, so. I believe it was about three or four years ago, I actually decided to go 100% vegan um, and choose to eat that way. So um, I always enjoyed going to Starbucks, and um, <laughs> I usually would order a chai tea latte, but then I discovered even if you swap out like regular dairy milk for a non-dairy option, it still isn't. vegan. So I wanted to, yeah, I didn't know that, but um, after doing my research, I wanted to kind of create something that would taste like a chai tea latte, but it's vegan and it's low carb and, um, you know, something that people with diabetes can drink and not have to really worry about their blood sugar. So um, after a bit of experimenting and trial and error, I came up with a recipe that is a little bit long to order but i find it's worth it um and yeah i just shared that i'm drinking this specific drink one day on my instagram and then the next day somebody else tried it and tagged me and then that kind of like caught on and other people started drinking it and now it's like a thing and i (laughs) guess i'm known for being the diet power juice guy which I'm not complaining, but <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool
1: Unintentionally. intentionally.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's kind of cool that I could do that. And, um, yeah. so many people enjoy it. So it's, it's a rewarding thing.
1: So what is this drink? Cause I'm assuming you have it memorized by now. So what oh yeah. is the diet power drink?
2: <laughs> diet power drink is a venti black iced tea with soy milk, and it has eight pumps of sugar-free vanilla. I know eight <laughs> sounds like a lot, <laughs> but because it's sugar-free, you kind of need a little more. Extra. And I know a lot and of people. And it's venti;
0: it's the large, so you need more.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Honestly, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I actually amazing. I haven't tried <laughs> the original blend. I've like tried to come up with my own variations of yours and Ariana Fryers, who's a good friend who's been on the pod before. Cup of OJ, shout out to you. Um, A little mixture of both of yours, and I have to say that you guys have perfected it, and while mine, (laughs) my versions have tasted good, like, they do not look nearly as Instagrammable (laughs) as yours. Mine basically just look like I'm drinking almond milk. So, (laughs) SOS to that, but I love that this is kind of something that Catapulted you in a way that is super accessible. Who doesn't love some good star- Starbucks, right?
1: Like, yes. Yeah. And listeners, I see you have a Diet Power highlight on your Instagram. So if you forget
0: the drink, you can check this
1: out. <laughs> I love it.
2: Uh, the recipe is in that highlight. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we'll, uh, we'll link to, to everything on our website and uh, do a little link tree thing, action going on there. But I just, <laughs> I love that you Kind of have. I mean, listen. Not everything has to be low carb all the time, but we have a lot of struggles with our everyday, and having a go-to, you know, drink that's just something
1: easy and mindless. Yes, and it's like a little bit of
0: self-care to me. I mean, this isn't a drink that's bad for you by any means, and if it brings joy to your life, do it up. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh,
2: It's kind of like a. If I'm having like. some type of difficult day just a trip to Starbucks might cheer me up ordering a diet mm-hmm. powder juice and it's like okay I'm I'm trying to be in a better mood so I guess I have to go to Starbucks and it's like yeah you know self care
1: <laughs> And I must know does your Starbucks do they know you by now? Do they know what the Diet Power drink is?
2: Oh yeah, I mean they. I go up to the, <laughs> I Love go up it. to the drive-through, and before I even open my mouth, they say, "Oh, let me guess, you want the venti black iced tea with soy milk?" I'm, and I'm like, "Oh wow, I come here every day. You guys know me <laughs> that well." And then they ask what my name is, and then it's like, "Okay, at least I made new friends this way." <laughs> Yeah,
0: (laughs) That's amazing. Have you tried it in a new place? And, like, what are baristas' reactions to this?
2: I actually... I mean, I I pretty much get it wherever I am. So nobody has really given me any awkward reactions. But I have heard from others who ordered it, you know, some stories of people, different baristas, making them feel awkward for ordering that because it's such a complicated order. (laughs) And it's like you know what? Everybody has their own preference. Let everyone order how they want. But... Yeah. It's
0: honestly not that different than being like, I need three sugars and six creams. Like, you know what I mean? yeah, It's like people get way more complicated. So.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. I know. I know. They're just haters.
1: So My we're... concern is I'm always, whenever I'm doing like sugar-free pumps, I'm like convinced they're going to do the full sugar pumps. So I find myself watching oh, yeah. them like a hawk. Like, which pump are they using? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It
0: sounds like they are very used to you, so yeah. no issue that you're <laughs> Starbucks. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. It. So, what have been your uh, your takeaways with social media and uh, living your best diabetic life? Do you uh, Miriam and I are constantly talking about the need for balance between being on social media and consuming, you know, this amazing community and being a part of contributing to the social media world versus, you know, being real and showing that not every day is easy but for someone like you I mean you've got a pretty dope grid and you do keep it real I've seen many stories where you're like okay so this is this is the tea but (laughs) um, how do you kind of cope with that do you have breaks on Instagram does it affect your shugs at all things like that
2: yeah so I I kind of came to a point where I realized if I'm not sharing my personal diabetes journey and holding that accountable with everyone then i'm not in the best place with my own diabetes so i feel like i almost Mm -hmm. have to share what's going on and tell someone about it to be in a good place so um Mm -hmm. that being said it does require a lot of work to you know have consistency with my and with my stories, what I'm sharing, and I always want to make it look pleasing to the eye and creative and all of that. So it does take a lot of mental, um, mental power to just kind of put out that content that I'm wanting. But mm-hmm. I did come to a point also where it was just getting a little bit too much at some point. So I told myself, it's okay to take weekends off if I do Monday through Friday full-on Instagramming almost as a job as of now. Um, It's okay to take Saturday and Sunday off almost like a real job where you're just kind of taking the weekend off to recharge. So I feel like that's the best thing I can do for myself um, if I'm going to be so active on social media. However, I found that being present with others in the community, whether I'm meeting them in person or talking to people online, it helps me see the beauty in life and see how amazing life really is even with a disease like this. Um, I always push myself to meet at least one person with diabetes at least once a month as my way to kind of, you know, stay accountable to um my own journey with diabetes and it almost sparks more inspiration for me to go back and create more things for the community to you know make this disease a little easier and a little more um bearable so it has its moments where sometimes it can get overwhelming but I would say there's a higher percentage of good moments than bad um and it's just i just have fun with it i just want to um you know show yeah this is what i'm doing but it can be fun too this like we all struggle with you know highs and lows but it doesn't have to be the end of the world we can just kind of power through um and yeah that's just my my outlook i ended up finding peace with my diabetes and accepting mm-hmm. This is life whether you like it or not so make something fun out of it and um, if we're being honest diabetes is not the highlight of anybody's life but it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be you know a low light either it can be good if you make it how you want it I'm always Mm -hmm. telling people make diabetes your own so however you want it to look whether it's you know the way you carry your supplies with you in a bag that is so you or decorating your pump a certain way or whatever but make it a way that you can feel confident with your diabetes and sharing it with others if the subject comes up and you feel like this is your thing and you're going to show how you have lived such an amazing life despite this disease whatever you can do to make it your own go for it that's that's my
0: i think cents. we have to name Amazing. this episode diy diabetes i think <laughs> that's what i've gotten perfect title the Let's end of go
2: this for it. yes that's and that perfect. was like very
1: inspiring and I will say while we were talking, I was kind of like shamelessly looking at your feed on Instagram (laughs) and it is like unbelievably aesthetically pleasing. And I mean that in a way that like you're a photographer, you're a designer, so it's like pretty to look at, which I think touches back on your way. It's like you want to make diabetes look fun or seem just like different, but it's not in a way that it feels like it's. no pun intended you're not sugarcoating it you're being very authentic you're being yourself but you're making it look like wow like you can be cool and have diabetes and (laughs) I think I mean it's like funny to say but I think especially for young kids like I'm imagining like an 11 year old you if you had something like this to look at or to see when you were diagnosed I can only imagine how impactful that would have been at that age. Oh, yeah. So what you're doing is so important. What we're all doing is, like, really important for the community. Definitely. And I thank you for your your outlook. It's, like, a really nice, refreshing way to think about these things.
0: Go thank team. You. And it uh, kind of brings <laughs> me to our last point. Um, congratulations, David. You were also nominated as a Myabetic Influencer of the Year for the, all the dudes out there.
2: too. Your podcast was also nominated, so congrats to you guys.
0: So maybe we can all... Thank you. Yes, that was rude of me. Sorry, thank you. But maybe we can (laughs) all meet in L.A. finally. Yes. Will we meet you there?
2: Yes, I will be there.
0: Amazing. uh, So everyone listening, stay on the lookout for you know maybe we'll do an Instagram live with uh, with David and a whole bunch of other shenanigans while everyone's in one place um, head Amazing. to we'll, we've linked uh, where to vote for us and where to vote for David in our link in bio on Instagram and we'll put more links all over our website but congrats David it's, it's an Thank honor you. to be nominated alongside of you in a different category
2: <laughs> <Likewise>.
0: <laughs> so glad I'm not going up against you anyways so for those of you that are listening and want to follow David slash you should just be following him regardless. His Instagram is (laughs) at type1livabetic. I'm not going to spell that out because hopefully... That's a season five thing, and I'll just start writing things down for you guys. Um, that'll be in our caption comment situation and on our website. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals, on Facebook at pancreas pals pp. Um, slide into our DMs, slide into our emails. I just love sliding places. Um, <laughs> we love hearing from all you pals this week. We've gotten so much love, um, which has been so exciting and amazing to see how far of a reach, Instagram and the World Wide Web can get you so shout out to our Australian pals for being dedicated listeners and um, I don't know why I just singled them out but they've been messaging us a lot lately and I just want to go to Australia so maybe the next Diabetes <laughs> Awards can be there oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I want to go there too so let's make it Very happen dumb. yeah let's do it
0: <laughs> Diabetics Take Australia we're coming for <laughs> you um, thank you again David Yes, a dream
2: can't wait to meet you
0: in October
2: Likewise, so, and thank you guys for what you're doing for the community. I love how you bring other people together through your podcast. So definitely I wanna Aww. applaud god. you guys for doing that.
0: Don't make me I emotional. feel like we're having like a virtual <laughs> hug right now. It's really nice. Oh my god, Miriam, I love you. Okay, so <laughs> Oh my god, guys, peace out. Have a great rest yes. of your week. Um keep up the good work, David, and I'll be thank gazing you. at your feed.
2: Cool. <laughs>